All right, Shabbos, say good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing. In Mishni Yomi. We are in Brachos Parak Dalid, and today what we will be doing Mishnayis Dalid and Hey, Chapter 4, Mishnayis 4 and 5. Mishnah Dalid reads as follows Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Ha'oset Tfilaso Kiva, Ain Tfilaso Tachnunim. Actually, a very beautiful statement. Rabbi Eliezer says that if a person makes his Tfila Kiva, now interestingly enough, Kiva or Kava normally means something that is a fixed process. Now the Bartunura defines this. He says, dome alav kemasui. Somebody who makes his tefillah like a burden. So the idea of kiva is someone pretty much who just davens every single day because it's an obligation, right? It's, a, it's an obligation he has to meet. It's a box he has to check. But there is no deeper dialogical purpose to his tefillah. At the end of the day, such a prayer, such a prayer is not, is not supplicatory. Such a prayer does not have the desired effect. Now again, it's very interesting. Rabbi Eliezer is not saying that one is not Yotzei Tefillah, right? We know again that in Halacha, there's often two different levels. There's what I need to do in order to discharge an obligation. But again, remember the goal of mitzvos is not simply to discharge an obligation. The goal of mitzvos is to develop connection. So Rabbi Eliezer says, you could go ahead and just say the words and discharge an obligation. But if a person makes their tefillah simply the discharging of an obligation, it's something that rests on my shoulders. I have to get the job done. You've fulfilled the mitzvah. But ultimately, again, ain't tefillah so tachnunim. Such a process is not supplicatory. It doesn't create connections. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Hamahalich b'makom sakano. If a person is walking in a dangerous situation, mispalal tefillah kitzara. So this is actually very interesting. He says, a person is in a dangerous situation, they daven a short tefillah. A short tefillah. Now, what I want to point out here is something very interesting. In yesterday's Mishnah, so we learned about the concept of havinenu. Right? So havinenu is the truncated form of Shmona Esrei that one recites if one cannot have requisite kavana for the longer Shmona Esrei. That's not this case. Here, Rabbi Yeshua is about a different situation. I'm in a dangerous situation. When you're in danger, what do you do? What do you do? Well, first step is get yourself out of danger. Right? That's number one. But concurrently, I daven. So there's a tefillah, Rabbi Yoshua says, that one should say when they're, in, when they're in danger. And that is, Hosha Hashem es amcha es Hashem, please save your nation, the remnant of Israel. Bechol parashas ha'ibar yihiyu tzarchehem lefanecha. Literally again, at every juncture, at every juncture, their needs should be before you. Baruch ato Hashem shomea tefillah. Blessed are you Hashem, the one who hears all tefillos. So interestingly enough, this is the short tefillah that one says again in a time of danger. Now it's interesting, the, the, Gemara, the Gemara goes ahead and kind of expounds on this a little bit. And interestingly enough, where the Gemara ends with this tefillah, the formulation that the Gemara says is really the proper formulation is, listen to this, it's Tzarche Amcha Yisrael Merubim V'daitam Kitsara. The needs of Klal Yisrael are great, but sometimes their knowledge is limited. It should be your will Hashem. You should give every person their parnasa, every person their sustenance, or every person their livelihood. You should give every single body exactly what they need to be sustained. Do what is good in your eyes. 
Baruch HaTvah Hashem Shomei HaTefilah. So again, this is the idea. So just to be clear, this is not Havinenu, right? Havinenu is what we saw in yesterday's Mishnah. That's, I can't daven a full Shemona Esrei. I can't daven a truncated form. Here's what I daven. This is, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. This is the short Tefilah that Rabbi Eliezer, so, excuse me, Rabbi Yoshua says that one should say in a time of danger. Very beautiful. We'll say Mishnah Hay. So most listen to this. A person's riding on a donkey. Now, the, the very, very, very short introduction to this is something that we all know, which is when one davens, one is supposed to daven facing Yerushalayim. Right? That's the idea. Wherever I am, I'm facing Yerushalayim. If I'm in Yerushalayim, I'm facing the Kodesh HaKadosh and the Holy of Holies. That's how Tefillah works, which poses an interesting question. A person is riding on a donkey. So what should you do? Yerit. Person should get off the donkey, right? So that's that's order of business number one. Now I want to point out if you remember, this is not Shema, this is not Shema now, this is Shmona Esrei. And there's a big difference. We've already seen this distinction, halacha, between Shema, which really only requires Kavana for what? For what? For the first Pasuk, right? Maybe first Pasuk and first paragraph, but really first Pasuk. So therefore, Chazal are okay with you saying Shema even in less than optimal circumstances, like in a tree, right? Or on top of a row of uh, a wall that you're building, or even on a donkey, because the assumption is even in these less than optimal circumstances, you can muster the requisite kavana for the few moments you need to say the first sentence of Shema. Shemona Esrei is something dramatically different. First of all, Shemona Esrei is a conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? Shema is not a conversation with God. Shema is a theological declaration, right? I just need to have kavana. Shemona Esrei is a conversation. So because of that, there is a heightened level of kavana. Therefore, again, the Mishnah says, if you're riding on a donkey, right, what should you do for it? And you need to establish one. Esrei, first order of business, raid. get down. What happens if you can't get off the donkey? You're in a situation, you're in a place where you can't get off the donkey. So what should you do? Turn your face towards Yerushalayim. So this is a situation where I'm traveling in a direction where my body is not oriented towards Yerushalayim. I could turn my face towards Yerushalayim. And if I'm unable to turn my face, Yechavin Eslibo Keneged Beis Kodesh HaKadosh. Kodesh HaKadosh. Also such a beautiful statement. And if you can't turn your body, or if you can't turn your face, at least go ahead and orient your heart in the right direction. Which I will say is such a profoundly beautiful idea. What the Mishnah is teaching us on a halachic level and on a hashkafic level. On the halachic level, right? Turn your, right? Get off the donkey. If you can't get off the donkey, turn your face. If you can't turn your face, turn your heart, right? Direct your intentions. On a hashkafic level, I will say, you know, sometimes I'm going in a direction in life and I, I know that I need to change the direction. I know that I need to change it. But I can't, change it just yet. And that happens in life. I know I need to make a change, but for whatever the reason, I can't make the change right now. What do you do when you need to make a change, but you can't yet make a change? And the answer is, want to make the change. Inside of you, inside of you know that I want this and I need this. I can't do it yet. I can't do it yet. But as soon as I'm able to, I will engage in the course-correcting activity. Sometimes I can't turn my body. Sometimes I can't turn my face. But I can always turn my heart to begin going in the direction I want to go. All right, so we'll stop over here. Shkayach, everyone. We'll pick up tomorrow with Vav and Zion.